following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we are grateful that you've chosen to board the Derwick uh, K. Daniel uh, DKM for acronyms, Community Express. We will have several things happening tonight. We'll uh, have introductions of our DCAM committee, and then we will have some testimonials from some of our former award recipients. And some of those are actually committee members. So let me introduce my committee to you now. My name is, uh, first I'll start off with telling you who I am. My name is Kenneth Simeon Sr. And I'm the chair of the Derwood K. McDaniel Fund Committee. And as our members of our committee, and I'm grateful to work with each one of them, we have Anthony Akamene from Hawaii. He's a recipient of the ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows Award from 2017. We have Ted Boardman from Indiana, and he is a DCAM first-timer from 2019. We have Zelda Gebhardt from, from North Dakota, Betsy Grinovich from Georgia, we have Amanda Selm from Kentucky. She is a ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow from 2019. We have Frank Ventura. He is a, he's from Massachusetts and he's a DCAM first-timer from 2013. Sheila Young is from Florida and she is a ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow from 2016. And uh, that's it for our committee. and. Now, I would like to uh, begin by uh, welcoming one of our DCAM first-timers from 2005, and her name is Melanie Ong-Sanohui. Would you talk to us and tell us about your experience, Melanie, from 2005? That's a good while ago. From a good while ago, yes. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Melanie Ong-Sanohui, and I uh, was lucky enough to be able to represent the state of Texas in 2005. Um, in Las Vegas. Um, I had joined ACB um, with my parents in the mid-90s as a teenager, got really active in Fort Worth, got really active with the state of Texas, and as a college student, wanted to figure out how to get active on a national level. So it only made sense to um, apply for DKM at the time and get to a national convention, which I think any of us that have been in college, we all know we're poor college students, and that's a little bit of a hefty sum to come up with. Um, but it was one of the one of the offshoots to the next, you know, 15 years that um, I've been in ACB. So I was lucky enough to go to Vegas of all exciting places. Um, I was lucky enough to use it as a networking opportunity to put my hand out and shake the hand and have meals with and go on tours with um, 
people that, especially back then, not having any kind of a virtual concept, that's how you met people other than being on the phone. So I was able to meet the board of directors. I was able to meet the chairs of committees. I was able to be in person in that energized environment that anybody that's been to a national convention knows that you are exhausted by the end of the week, but you are so ready to get home and hit the pavement. And that's exactly what that did. But it gave me so many more resources and people in my corner to then just continue to flourish through. Um, I had made moves to West Virginia, back to California. I'm in Phoenix now. Um, Next Gen exists now. So I've been very, very active with Next Gen, but it, it helped to lay the groundwork on a very different level. Um, even though Texas was big at the time, um, it just brought me into the realm of different people that could help me get into different places and learn different leadership skills and give, you know, have different opportunities. So it's something that I, there's, I can't even imagine there's a downside to it, even if it's just going through the application process and being able to, you know, go through an interview, kind of see what all of that looks like. But it's, it's an incredible opportunity that I, I hope more people take advantage of, at least, like I said, applying for and going through nationals and what that energy is. It's just, undis- it's just indescribable. Thank you, Melanie. Okay, let's move to a uh, ACB JP Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow from 2016. Her name is Sheila Young from Florida. Sheila, share something about your experience from 2016. <laughs> okay, hi Kenneth, <laughs> and hello everybody. I wasn't, I, I didn't know that. I'm all right. Anyway, um, I did get chosen to be a JP Morgan Chase fellowship the first year it was established and I was so excited um I had a broken foot at the time so I was walking around the hotel in uh, Minneapolis with a boot but it was such an uh, inspiring um occasion for me I I met so many wonderful people I met Mika White and Deb Cook-Lewis, and I think that year we had 10 people that there were... were uh, there were eight of uh, you all and two of the decamp. Yeah, so it, it was like all of us were on the stage, and I was like, holy cow, that was a lot of people. But I learned so much that week. I was so inspired by being there and and going to the different events that we were asked to attend and it was just such a wonderful opportunity and since then i have been very active in acb and fcb and i currently serve as the florida council of the blind president so and i am on the dkm committee so how much better can that be so i i wish that everyone that could possibly consider attending a national convention do it because you meet so many wonderful people so thanks kenneth thank you sheila Okay, now let's hear from Frank Ventura. He's a DCAM first-timer from 2013. 
Thank you very much, Kenneth. And despite my obvious New York accent, yes, folks, I do live in the Bay State, Massachusetts. Um, so I joined ACB not too long after going blind in the early 2000s. And then I got involved more with uh, local projects and leadership. And I was on the board of directors of the Bay State Council of the Blind. And I got very well versed in kind of local blind politics, as I like to call it how people see things and how people th uh, want to see things and things think they should see things. And I kind of knew what the party line was and I knew the players and I, I kind of knew what to do, what to ask for and how to be, get things done. And one day the late Marsha Dresser, who was at the time the Bay State president, you know, asked me if I'd like to get more involved on the national level. And I'm like, eh, what say, excuse me. <laughs> so, and I, I did not really think I was even qualified for that, but then she kind of read me my resume. She told me, well, this is what you've been doing. You know, it's great, but there's a lot more things out there. And, and she encouraged me to apply, and I did apply. And I was, you know, uh, win the DKM Award that year, and I was a first-timer in Columbus, Ohio, when the convention was there. And I could say that it opened up a whole new world uh, because I found that there's so much variety in ACB, there's so much diversity, so many people with so many different ideas and concerns and emotions and passions. And I got to meet a lot of great people, a lot of very inspiring people. And it's a different experience I keep with me for the rest of my life. So thank you, Kenneth, and thank you for everyone for the opportunity to share that. Okay, thank you, Frank. Now we have another DCAM first timer who serves on our committee and is one of our newest members. And his name is Ted Boardman. Uh, which was a recipient uh, in 2019. Ted, would you share your story? Hi. <clears throat> hi, Kenneth. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Well, hi, everyone. Yeah, I, I started getting involved uh, with ACB at the chapter level and, and really hadn't become quite aware of uh, how diverse and expansive the national reach was until I went to the convention. I applied um, because I had heard from my chapter presidents and uh, other chapter members who had been how enjoyable and um, informative the convention was, but reading about it and hearing about it from others really was quite a different thing than actually experiencing it. And I, I was lucky enough to go to uh, the convention in Rochester, New York, and spend the week there meeting uh, people throughout different levels of the ACB organization, learning what they were doing, uh, talking with other chapter leaders in other states. And that was really uh, interesting and, and, and uh, informative to hear what other people were doing and what they were finding actually worked um, to, to grow their affiliates. And that was one of the main goals that I had, which was to find out what other people were doing and and what was working well for them. So um, I accomplished that. I, I made a lot of new contacts and, and became aware of other um, ACB affiliates that I didn't, didn't even know existed and have since joined and become a part of. So it really did open my eyes as to the, the reach and the diversity of ACB. Thank you, Tia. Okay. Um, right now, I guess I'll, I'll take a little time to share a little bit of my story. Uh, from 2010, I was uh, elect, selected as one of, of the DCAM first-timers, and it was just 
uh, totally neat, uh, quite challenging initially uh, going to uh, Arizona, but I learned a lot when I got there. It turned out very well. And at first I was thinking, what are we going to do for that many days? I've never been to a convention for that many days. And uh, I'll tell you what, when it came uh, down to where we had two more days, I said, oh, no, I wish we had more. I wanted it to, to continue on. I met so many people and uh, the great experience of uh, just being in a crowd like that and the energy and uh, those sessions and everything. I was just uh, ready for all of the things that I could learn. Uh, the chair of the, of the DCAM committee back then, she said, well, you've done most everything uh, that you need, so needed to do uh, or you were required to do. So you could take a break and said, oh, no, no, I'm doing everything I, that you told me I needed to do. And I'm, I'm having fun. I'm learning a whole lot and meeting a lot of people. And, um, you know, right before I applied, my, my affiliate president from Texas encouraged me to apply because I had started our, uh, my chapter like a few uh, months before we had to begin uh, applying for these awards. And I, went, I, I did it hesitantly initially and uh, after a while i began became so happy that i, I moved forward with it and uh, since then i have um, served as uh, a few years after being selected i became the president of my state affiliate and served for three terms uh been uh the chair uh, the president of my local chapter for 11 years now uh and uh, i've done so much serving on committees on the local state and national and uh just gotten more involved in learning more and more and this year, I'll be uh, seeking a position on the board of directors. Uh, so hopefully uh, that will all happen as we are planning for it, too. And um, I'm looking forward to more uh, opportunities within ACB. Uh, we have some great opportunities. And uh, I ask you all to begin to explore those, you know. And even if you apply and you're not selected this year, I encourage you to apply again. It's a great experience. Okay. So now we're going to move into having the overview of our uh, two awards. And I'll ask Zelda Gephardt to begin by sharing some highlights about our ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow Award. Hi, I'm Zelda Gebhardt, and it's been my privilege to be a part of the DKM um, committee for the last eight years. And unlike the previous speakers, I, I was not a winner of the uh, DKM Award, nor the Leadership Fellows Award, which started six years ago. Um, I got to know uh, a previous chairman of the committee, uh, Alan Casey, um, by attending the leadership meetings in D.C., and he asked me to join the committee. I had no idea what it was about. But I have been um, a leader on the state level here in North Dakota for a number of years. I served as our editor for five years and our vice president for, for four years. And in North Dakota, that means I'm the membership chair. And after being uh, vice president for four years, then um, I have been the president of, our, of NDAB for the last five years. So... Uh, leadership is nothing new to me. Uh, right now, I'm currently serving on this committee on the national level and and on the auction committee, and I, I joined both those committees in 2014. It's been my privilege to to be a part of this committee and meet all of the the many leaders and and leader um, leaders in training, I should say, um, across the nation. 
um, it has just been a fun experience to to get to know them and watch them grow and see uh, what positions they settle in because everybody brings something to the table and everybody has a purpose. And that's the reason we're here tonight is to encourage all of you um, who are aspiring to, to do more, to make a difference, to uh, apply for these um, the awards. And if you have attended a convention before, you still qualify to attend to um, to apply for the J.P. Morgan Chase ACB Leadership Fellows Award. And that award um, has been, like I said, um, been going on for the last six years. Um, there is five slots. And, and we're hoping a lot of you will apply. Um, there are many opportunities, as you have just heard, um, for um, like workshops and learning experiences, time to, to network with, with other leaders on the national level. Um, so I encourage you to apply and maybe you can uh, join and and. and Join the ranks of the of the twenty eight who have have been uh, leadership fellows um, previous to this time. Um, in order to to apply, there are, there are some criteria that you have to meet. You have to be eighteen years of age or older, and most of us meet that criteria. Um, you have to be blind or visually impaired, and you have to be a dues paying member of ACB. and And that's as simple as that. Um, for the leadership award, we, we do look for uh, ways that you have been involved as a leader um, in your community, um, in, in your local uh, ACB chapter, in your state chapter. Um, those are all things that we look at. But to apply, you need to submit a letter of application and, and also have your affiliate president uh, submit a letter of recommendation on your behalf. And those applications should be sent to Kelly Gask. And um, her email address is kgasque at acb.org. And those are all due by April 5th. So you've got time. Um, but you, um, time has a way of getting away from us. So I would encourage you to start that process as soon as possible so that you're not in a stressful crunch situation. And um, I look forward to reading your application. Um, at, at we get the applications and then we, um, as a committee, form into interview teams and we conduct interviews. So there will be a, a uh, a half an hour interview, and that way we get to see what you write and and get to hear what you're what you're doing directly from you, and that, get to know you just a little bit better. And like I said, that's that's one of the highlights of being on this committee is is getting to meet all of you. So please um, think about applying and encourage others that you know um, are leaders of of their community, and of their organizations to apply also if they meet that criteria. Thank you, Zelda. Okay, so we are uh, looking to select five 
uh, people to accept the uh, uh, win or be recipients of the ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows Award. And uh, as, as well as DCAM first-timers, if you're selected this year, you will be able to participate virtually in the national convention. And next year, you'll be able to join us in Omaha, Nebraska. And so uh, we definitely want you to uh, feel free to ask questions after I talk a little bit about the DCAM first-timers award. We'll open things up for questions you may have. And then we'll talk about a few other things uh, that go along with our uh, committee awards. So uh, with the DCAM first-timers award, two people will be selected, one from the east and one from the west of the Mississippi River. And there are some prerequisites that we ask you to, to uh, you know, make sure that you meet. Be an ACB member, 18 years or older, blind or visually impaired, member in good standing, and that's having uh, paid your dues for the current year. never attended an in-person conference and convention, uh, an ACB conference and convention. So that means uh, in-person, so that even if you participated uh, this past year in the virtual, you'll still be able to apply. It'll be, uh, we'll look at it like you, you never attended because you, you didn't do it in person, okay? And we want you to be able to agree to attend the convention from Friday, July 16th through the 23rd and uh, participate in selected or designated workshops and sessions uh, that'll help you to become a better leader. And both of our awards are leadership awards. The DCAM First Timers Award is pretty much like our primary award, leadership award, but it's a leader de leadership development award. And uh, you'll get some opportunities that uh, you will always remember during the national convention. Okay, now we want you to know that you have to submit a letter of recommendation and uh, make sure you meet the criteria before you would also ask your affiliate president, whether it be your state or special interest affiliate uh, president to write a letter of recommendation on your behalf. And normally those letters will both will contain the things that you've done in your local community. Maybe you serve in your chapter, volunteering in some way, helping out. Uh, even if you're serving on your, in your state affiliate or maybe even on a committee right now on the national level, uh, you'll have the opportunity to mention all of those things of your, of your involvement, where you've been in, your, in the area of education and anything that will cause you to shine. I ask you to put those things in the letter. Uh, it, it, it really, I had to do this in 2010 and I felt funny about it, but you actually have to brag about yourself. Think about everything you've done to make yourself shine. This is the time when it's okay to brag about yourself. So now we want you to go uh, to, uh, uh, we're gonna go Sheila to ask, allowing some questions. So if you have a question, uh, I'll ask the host to give you those instructions about how you can raise your hand and participate to ask questions to get any, clar any clarification on anything you may need to get clarification on. Okay, so if you want to ask a question, uh, raise your hand on the PC, it's Alt-Y. On the Mac, it is Option-Y, and on your smartphone, it's going to be the more, oh, no, I'm sorry, it's going to be uh, the Raise Hand button, and on your phone, your landline phone, it's going to be Star 9. Winter, uh, you should be uh, allowed to unmute and ask your question. Yes, my question is for the the uh, 
leadership aspect of it. You said something about um, community uh, uh, involvement. Does that, in- I know that includes like what you do for ACV as well, but is that like any other volunteer work that you've done? Yes. And okay. Zilda, you, then- can, you can reply. <laughs> I have a follow-up question as well. Um, yeah, and, and like Kenneth said, uh, we do um, take into consideration any, any leadership roles you've had in, in your church and your community, you know, any other organizations you belong to, because a leader is a leader, and we learn in different ways. I know one of my first leadership experiences was in 4-H as a kid. Um, We learned, you know, uh, how to make a motion, um, you know, uh, all about elections, Mm -hmm. how to to work together as a team. And those are all leadership um, opportunities that we take with us as we move along. So, whether it was that you were on on the, the council um, in your, the student council in school or, you know, whatever it is that you've done in a leadership role, that helps you to be a leadership in any organization and that helps you be a leadership, you know, a leader in ACB too. Um, also, uh, the follow-up I had to that was, um, I live here in Owensboro, Kentucky, but I am a peer mentor for Jefferson County um, school systems mm-hmm. through the Center for Accessible Living. Would that be considered part of my community, even though I do not live there? Right now, yes. everything is via Zoom. Absolutely. It's a part yes. of you. It's a part okay. of you. So it would it would definitely um, be something that would be considered. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Good question. Okay. We currently... I have any more raised hands? No more raised hands. Wow. Okay. I wonder. I wonder if Betsy would like to talk. I know she's on the call. Um, maybe she'd like to talk about her experience yeah. as a DKM winner. I was never a winner, to my recollection, and I don't even remember how I found out about the committee. But I've been on it oh. since 2012, and uh, I've loved every minute of getting to know the potential leaders and the DKM first timers, and now hearing about what they're doing after they've been to the conference and convention yes. and how it impacted their life. So, so Betsy, really, you're, this you're is like, one of my highlights. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you had had one maybe before I got on the committee. So I'm I'm sorry. I, I just assumed no, that you okay. had. Yeah. I don't remember who told me about it, but I enjoy reading. And so reading the scholarship letters and things do not, I love it. And it's one mm-hmm. of the highlights of my years working through those scholarships and doing the interviews. We want to encourage everybody to uh, visit our webpage. Uh, it's www.acb.org forward slash DKM. That's www.acb.org forward slash DKM. And you can uh, listen to some audio testimonials there. Uh, and read a lot about, uh, read some things about the committee, uh, and there's contact information there uh, for for me in case you want to reach out to me. Uh, and if you, uh, I'll, I want to give that to you now if you want to make a note of any contact information. But uh, Frank, did you want to go in, uh, and share uh, how they can actually find our articles? Absolutely, Kenneth. Definitely, please, by all means, check out the bill form, especially the the January, February, March issues, both the bill form and the e-form, all the information's there, and the articles are well worth reading, as all articles in the bill form always are. So thank you very much, everyone, for, for checking that out. 
Okay. And if you uh, just need to follow up and you, you're not uh, easily find, locating the Braille form, there are several ways that we can access it and help, help you to access it. So I'm going to go and give my information and you can feel free to call or send an email uh, and I'll be able to help you and maybe even get you what you might need if you're unable to find it. Uh, we want you to really consider all of your options and ask any question you may have. Uh, so my name is Kenneth Simeon. Senior, and that last name is spelled S exam E M I E N. And my email address is it begins with my last name, Simeon.k, that's the letter K at att.net. That's S E M I E N dot K at att.net. And the phone number is 409 866 that is 409-866-5838. Okay, uh, do we have any uh, other comments or questions from our committee? Zero, zero minutes. Did any of the committee members uh, notice that we missed anything that should be uh, presented? Okay, well, everybody, we sure do thank you for joining in tonight and uh, feel free to contact us. And uh, we hope that we can get those applications in no later than Monday, April 5th. So it's time to get those letters to uh, get become written and make sure you put in your request early on. Please don't ask your affiliate president on uh, Sunday, April the 4th to uh, write a letter for you. Do it, do it as soon as possible. You do have a, a raise hand. Okay. Uh, let's see. Janine, you should be able to unmute. Hi, how are you? I was hey, just curious. Hey, how many applicants do you usually get to choose from? Is there usually like a big pool? Is it like, does someone get lost in the crowd? Like, <laughs> in the it varies, pool? Okay? It varies. Uh, you know, commonly our application may be uh, in the 20s, you know, but uh, two years ago, 2019, we had 49 applications. Um, and, and, you know, when we have 49 applicants, then, uh, you know, we, we had some great candidates. And, uh, you know, so sometimes it's hard to select, but I encourage everybody not to allow that to stop you from applying. We never know how many we are going to get. Um, and uh, and you, may, you still may be selected anyway, but it, it's a lot of work uh, to get to make sure we read every uh, letter of application and letter of um, a recommendation in, in 2019, we actually had 98 letters, you know, so it's double the amount of applicants. So, but we want you to submit those uh, letters of application and uh, don't hesitate. The numbers vary, okay? We never really know exactly how many we may have on, on a given year. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Any other questions? Uh, yes. Uh Danette, you should be able to unmute. Nice to talk to everybody again. Say, um, when you're done sending your, sending your, writing your letter, and you've sent it to your president, and your president is done writing her letter, do do I send that to Kelly Gasp or does she? Does that matter? Yes. Well, it's in it's in the uh, the uh, article we put out that the applicant should send their letter of application to Kelly Gasp, and I'll ask. Uh, uh, before we leave again, I'll ask Zelda to give that information again. And uh, then the letter of recommendation must come from the affiliate president 
they should send it directly their letter directly to Kelly. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Any other hands? Uh, no, sir. Okay. Zelda, would you go ahead and give that information out again about how to send in the information? Sure. Um, Kelly's got a, a well-known email address, but it's it's K as in as in Keith. Um, G A S Q U E at acb.org. That's kgask at acb.org. Okay, I encourage everybody to read the, the, the article. Read it more than once because there's so many details in it. You could uh, have some questions and you shouldn't have to delay uh, to get your response by uh, waiting to reach one of us. I tell you, the number of questions you may have might be right in that article. There's a lot of details there. So I ask you to read it more than once. And uh, we look forward to receiving your applications. Okay. Uh, we thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, committee members, for being with us and uh, speaking out uh, tonight. And we ask everybody to keep in touch. And uh, we'll be looking to communicate with each and every one of you. Okay. Thank you.